This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hello, this is Amanda. And I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Among the Stacks on this beautiful rainy Thursday. I know, it's so nice to have a rainy day. It's been so long. (laughs) My allergies have been awful. I'm really, I think, prone to be allergic to uh, ragweed. Mm -hmm. And so the last few weeks I've just been suffering. But maybe this rain will help mask that and dampen it down. Yeah, I hope so. It was also really hard to get up this morning, though. It was thundering and it was raining so hard on my roof. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, ugh. I know. I've been up most of the night listening to the storms. And usually, like, I can sleep through it, but I guess where it's been so long where we haven't had a thunderstorm, (laughs) my body's just not used to it. Yeah, every clap of thunder, I was awake. (laughs) Yeah, I love storms, though. I love a good rain. So we've got lots going on here at the library. Programs have been going on, our regular ones, for about a month now with really good attendance. And so busy over there. So And you have, too, with your learning how to do the makerspace stuff. Yeah. (laughs) But you've had so many kiddos. We've had so many books checked out. Mm -hmm. It's been so great having everybody. uh, Mariah has um, done this great partnership with uh, Boys and Girls Club Mm -hmm. and you helped her this week. How many books did you deliver to their um, school? We checked out over 400 books for them to uh, use in their facility and she's gonna you know rotate those out um, every so often so they're not given the books but they're checked out to use um, I love that. In their after school programs. Something fresh to read, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout the year. So that's wonderful. It's great. Y'all came back and you were pretty sweaty. Yeah, it was hot. (laughs) Like, and it was so heavy, heavy books Mm -hmm. and lugging them in and out. It was, it was a job. Well, the hard part's over. So now it's not going to have to be that every time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, our children's programs were going great, uh, well attended, and we've got a lot of fun things planned for fall break next year. Or, I'm sorry, next week. <laughs> I'm not. You quite are here so yet. good at planning, like you're so good. <laughs> a no. year out. A year out. No, uh, we've got a fun program. We haven't had Animal Tales um, in a little bit because they were booked this past summer and we didn't get to grab them like we like to but they are going to be with us go ahead they also had since that tornado hit maysville or mayfield Mayfield. Mm -hmm. like it they've been kind of mia on the library scene but i'm glad that they're back yeah they're serving our region again and i contacted them i guess made about you know it was kind of last minute about a month ago to see if they had any availability and they're going to be here next thursday october i think it's the 5th and um, they're going to be here at uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon showing off their creepy critters. So I can't wait to see them again. And I love them so much. Too. If any of you are any of our listeners out there who have not seen Animal Tales, mm-hmm. you should grab a kid and bring them out yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and so you can enjoy it yourself. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> they're so good. And they're just, you know, very professional and mm-hmm. um, they just they teach the children a lot and I think the critters that they're going to be showing off next week um, have the stereotype of just not being pleasant. Um, like Probably snakes, a lot of spiders. Snakes, the arachnids, oh. all of that. <laughs> but they all serve a purpose. And, yes. Uh, that's what they're going to be really reiterating to the kids and the families next week. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I heard Darren Tabor, our chief of police, give us a blurb last week on the radio station. 
and um, they're going to be helping us navigate downtown with our trick-or-treat parade again this year mm-hmm. and that's going to be Friday October 27th and we will leave the library at 10 o'clock in the morning so do you have your costume picked out I don't you know I, I, know, do I don't either year. I'm trying to think but I can't <laughs> we plan every year after Halloween we all like oh we should do this 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 we have so many ideas and then when Halloween rolls around the next year I'll cannot remember a single idea we had and it's creeping up on us and I, I usually make my costume so I don't know what I'm gonna do <laughs> I have no idea and I think we just need to be better about writing our ideas down because yeah we are given so much information and giving so much information away every day that I'm like my brain the filing cabinets are a little disorganized so yeah. I've got to uh, be better about that but there's still time so it's about a month away, so start planning your kids' costumes, and we can't wait to see them dressed up in their Halloween yeah, spooky There's best. always so many creative um, mm. costumes and ideas. I, I love to see it. So good. So any other programs you've got going on, Chelsea? Yeah, I've got a few coming up uh, in the month of October. So on the Tuesday the 17th, um, I have been partnering every so often with Wild Ones. Um, it's an organization. I think it's nationwide, but there's a local chapter in Bowling Green. And they are an organization that um, really tries to promote native plants and um, saving those plants, using those plants in your landscaping, and really just taking care of the environment Um in your own backyard. So they are going to be coming and doing a class on how to harvest native seeds. Um, And they're going to have some seeds available for people to take home. So I think they came maybe in January or February earlier this year here, and they had those seeds and I've got all kinds of seeds from them. I've got um, some purple penstemon. I got some Joe Pye weed, um, goldenrod, um, and I've gone to some several of their flower sales that they have every year. And I, I love this organization so much. <laughs> I'm so glad they come and do programs with us. But um, if you're into native plants, if you are a, have a green or brown thumb and you just want to learn more, you should check that out. That's on October 17th. I think it's at 530, but you'll have double check our calendar to make sure and I also have a few um, classes in October for our makerspace we're going to work on the embroidery machine and I did my sample yesterday and we are going to make trick-or-treat bags so we have a little tote bag and we're going to have this really cute design that um, says trick-or-treat so if you have a little kiddo and you need a little handy bag to put all that good candy in for our trick-or-treat parade or any trunk or treats that you may go to you might want to sign up for that and then you can be free to use our embroidery machine after you go through that training so um, if that's something you're interested in uh, go check that out on our calendar online to register I don't know the dates off the top of my head but I think there's a Friday and a Tuesday class good deal I know Mariah has been busy, too, with the programs, and um, I'm excited about this new coding thing that's going on. Yeah. So <clears throat> we've partnered with Fiero, and we, well, we've actually subscribed to them for a year to see how it goes, but it's Fiero Coding, and this will give kids and adults the ability to learn how to code, and you can be in tournaments and do different things with a community and it's all going to be accessible through our website, free to the patron. 
Um, I think all you have to have is your library card number um, to get started. It may require an email address, and that's just going to make sure that your account is identifiable to you uh, whenever you're maybe in the big realm of creating and doing things with others uh, across that um, platform. So that's going to be really fun. And she started the Homeschool Coders. That's going to start next month. And she's also going to do coding with the Boys and Girls Club once a month as well. So I'm, I'm excited to see how yeah. everybody takes that. And I'm not comfortable with coding. I have taken classes on coding. So maybe I can brush up on my <laughs> skills with this as well. Yeah, I took that same class in coding for uh, our Library of Science master's degree. And I did enjoy it. Like it is interesting to see like how a website comes together and all of the background stuff that goes into what you see on your computer and your phone and everything every single day like that is it's in a sense kind of simple but also (laughs) complicated kind of complicated but um it's great that kids are learning to do that because that's very much part of our everyday life now so understanding how that works is going to be great for them so having a really keen sense for detail so I think it's going to allow kids that might have you know like my my stepson has you know I think he's got ADHD and (laughs) (laughs) this might something like that might help just to really slow down really focus pay attention Mm -hmm. and stay focused on an activity yeah so I love that well, that's all of the programs I have to mention right now. I guess we can get started on what we're reading. Mm-hmm. And I can go first, I guess. I have, usually I'm a reader of suspense or meteor literary stuff. And this one can maybe go in the literary uh, category, but it's Tom Lake by oh, yeah. Patchett. And I really loved this book. So um, It has a beautiful cover. I know. <laughs> that's how I pick all my books, so... It looks really pretty. A green background with lovely daisies. Um, so it it involves these three characters and uh, the mother, uh, three daughters. And then the mother <clears throat> has got this story that the daughters are interested in seeking. And um, her mom, the, the mom in this story, she in the past um, had the potential to be a really great actress. Um, she was in a couple of plays, and she was known as the best Emily uh, for this part that had um, ever been. Um, so you kind of get this story of this mother. Like when I think of my mom and what she might have been when she was a teenager, I can't even wrap my brain around that. Like I mm-hmm. only see my mom as a figure who's been the who's nurturing one yeah. to me. Yeah. So thinking of her in a past sense when she was a young adult and making different decisions, and I can't, you know, I don't think, I I can't understand that. But these girls, they want to, you know, delve into their mother's past. Some of it's it's hard. Um, Some of it, uh, you know, one of the daughters, for instance, she has um, this, like she just really believes that her father that has raised her is not really her father um, based on this character that uh, you see in the story as well. So the mom has to prove to her daughter with her storytelling, you know, why this isn't the case. Um, It talks about love and loss. Um, There's happy and there's sad moments. And what I love about it is um, in the latter part of the story. So when you're in present day, it takes place in 2020. The family 
they have an orchard in northern Michigan where they harvest cherries. Mm-hmm. So I just love that, you know, if I can picture that in my mind, these this family going out with these big buckets over their heads and they're just picking, 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 you know. Yeah. And while they're picking, they're telling stories um, and they're learning a lot about each other. So Tom Lake by Ann Patchett. I loved that book. I gave it four out of five stars. Wow. That sounds just like a very pretty, yeah. sweet story. It, and there was, but there was some hard stuff too. Like, you know, the character that, or not really the character, but the person that she was in love with in the past. Um, I think it'd be easy to fall in love as a young adult to somebody like that based on your inexperience. You're not, you're kind of just going in willy-nilly and you're not really paying attention to the surroundings going on around you. And you're only focused on the looks and the charm Mm -hmm. and not really paying attention to the things that might be kind of scary. So anyway, lots of lessons can be learned from this story as well. But Tom, like, I think it's a good one to pick up. Sounds good. Thank you. Well, I have not been reading a whole lot lately. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I am like the least uh, well-read uh, employee, I feel so bad about it. But no, you're fine. <laughs> but um, one book I've read lately um, is called has an awful name. <laughs> it's called, that, especially for you, I'm like, wow, yeah. Chelsea. It's called Strip Tease, but T E E S. So oh, okay. <laughs> it's not like what you think. It's kind of a play on words. Yeah. But it's called Strip Tease, a memoir of Millennial Los Angeles, okay. and it's by a lady called Kate Flannery. And I wanted to read this because I listened to an interview of hers on another podcast that a pop culture podcast that I listen to every week. And um, I don't know about you, like we grew up around the same time, but like in the early 2000s and like the early teens, I guess that's what you call that era. (laughs) I don't know. know. (laughs) But in that time period, I feel like pop culture was just so weird like it was like so crazy and so over the top because you had like the Paris Hiltons and you had like you know what I'm saying like TMZ and the people like it was just such a heightened uh place in pop culture I feel like and um like very celebrity culture and this book is kind of it's during that time period and um it's about I don't know if you remember this company, America. I think it's American Apparel. Is that what it was called? Yeah, American Apparel. So in the book, it opens up, and this girl, she's talking about, like, I never thought I would be someone who falls into a cult, but this is the story of how I did it. And we always think of cults as being, like, a religious organization, but in the story, she talks kind of about how this company is run like a cult like they have their head leader and like he sets the rules and how like you know in the beginning it sounds like a utopian experience like like everyone's paid fairly and everyone's treated well and um she's just like wow this is so different from regular corporate america but turns out like there's like this dark seedy underbelly like he is a predator (laughs) sexual predator and like how the culture of the company like turned a blind eye to it um and it's just like a very interesting story to um get into i'm not saying there aren't like 
awful stories in here, but it's just right. a, a very interesting time in pop culture, which is something I'm really interested in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very big pop culture person. But um, if you like that time period, if you are fascinated by, like, that kind of thing, like, if you, I've watched, like, the Ed Hardy. Did you, <laughs> did you ever watch that. the Ed Hardy um uh, I think it was on Hulu. There was like an Ed Hardy um, docu series that came out. Like it's very similar to that if you're into that kind of thing. Like how these um, phenomenon like came to be and how like crazy the story of that company really was. Hmm. So it's very interesting. interesting. Um, it might not be for everybody. Like it's not a romance. It's not like necessarily happily ever after <laughs> but um just very interesting time period um if you're into that kind of thing well very interesting okay the last one I'm going to talk about um it was a good morning America selection it's called happiness falls by Angie Kim mm-hmm. <clears throat> and sorry <clears throat> that ragweed's getting I'm you again you, that <laughs> I have been suffering I need my Claritin to kick in um, this is about an uh, Korean American family in Virginia, mm-hmm. and um, you have three siblings: father, wife, um, husband, wife. And Eugene is fourteen, and he's nonverbal autistic. Um, he actually has a rare genetic condition called Angelman syndrome, and he cannot speak. Um, he is the sole witness to the disappearance of his father. And they're trying to figure out, you know, what happened to the dad. Uh, where is he? Is he okay? Um, the first part of the story, Eugene is running home. And Eugene is never one to be alone. Like, somebody's got to be watching his every move. So him being by himself is very problematic um, to his sister. Um, he kind of has his arms spread out. And she's thinking, oh, Eugene wants to hug me. You know, this is different but nice. And when, you you know, Eugene's running towards the house, he completely just waylays. I'm sorry. I just hit the mic. I was truly <laughs> trying to use my hands. Runs into his sister. And he goes up into his room. And he just has a meltdown. Probably based on what has just occurred. And nobody knows what has, has happened at this point. So <clears throat> Eugene is going to be the one who can help solve um, whatever happened to their father. Um, and the family comes to appreciate Eugene so much more because they can see what he is capable of. Um, I think just based on the descriptions of the author and <clears throat> how it was described in the book that Eugene um, because of his limitations in the past the family hadn't put much merit on his thought process mm-hmm. um, and I think that can be a common condition for a lot of people to yeah. think and so this is a really eye-opening tale and how um, this young man can help um, bring everything back together so it was called Happiness Falls by Angie Kim. That sounds really good. I keep on hitting stuff, and I am so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, that was a great book, and I've, I have recommended it to Mariah and then a, another patron who came in this week and um, who's got personal things that go on with their family that, that they, they probably could relate to. Yeah, but, I'm sure a lot of us have interact. <clears throat> if we don't have anyone in our family with um, a like that's autistic or on the spectrum Mm -hmm. or anything I'm sure we know people that are and it's very 
um, their thought process is just very different from, mm-hmm. you know, the average person. But that doesn't mean that they aren't um, smart in their own way or um, have oh, yeah. value and skills and knowledge and all that. So it was wonderful. I just really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thanks. Anything else to share today, Miss Chelsea? I think that's all I've got for right now. Well, that sounds wonderful. I'm going to go get me a drink of water and try to get (laughs) this frog out of my throat. Okay. Um, But until next time, we will see you among the sacks. Goodbye. You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you among the stacks.